Good day, friends. This is Vincent, and welcome to America Next. Today is January 1st, 2024. Let me be the first to wish you a happy new year. I hope that you had a great holiday season, and I hope you're ready to get back on the horse to fight this war to save our democracy. Okay, today's subject. Why are the Republicans waging a war against our children? I don't know if you have been following this or not, but it is very important that you listen. And after you listen, do some research yourself because all of the information is out there. And I think you should know and you should be doing something about it. Let's start off by looking at some of the major areas that they have been attacking when it comes to our children. Let's start off with child labor laws. As you know, for the last hundred years, we have been working to protect our children from working in unsafe and dangerous environments. A hundred years ago, you might go into a coal mine or factory and find a 12-year-old kid working alongside adults. This was dangerous. It was unsafe. There was no rules or regulations in place to protect these kids, and they died by the thousands. Well, over the years, we have worked hard to change that. But in the last few years, the Republican-led states have been working to reverse those changes. In several states, Midwest states, they have passed laws or have introduced legislation that would allow kids as young as 14 years old to be working. Now, when I say working, I'm not talking about working at McDonald's. No. These kids will be allowed to work in slaughterhouses, construction sites, okay, factories. These dangerous places that even adults have to take all kinds of precautions to protect themselves. They are now saying these 13 and 14-year-old kids should be allowed to work there as well. Let's look at another area. When it comes to protecting children from being taken advantage of by adults. Now, I am very sensitive to this, always have been. And this is something that I find very disturbing. It's why an adult would think it's all right to date a child, molest a child, marry a child. Well, in several states, they have begun to talk, introduce legislation that will allow a 13-year-old to marry an adult or should I say, to allow an adult to marry a 13-year-old. Now, there is no valid reason for that. Nothing. But that is what the red states are doing. They are having those discussions. They are putting forth bills that will allow adults to marry a 13- and 14-year-old child. Now, you remember a year or so ago, 
Roe versus Wade, the abortion um, protection law was overturned. And ever since then, the red states have been working hard to control women, but not just adult women, also young girls, young children. And what I'm talking about, as you know, every year thousands of underage girls are raped by a stranger, by a friend, or by a family member. In many of these cases, these young girls become pregnant. Well, the parents, when this happens, naturally, the parents want to abort this. Okay? This child, 15 years old, 14 years old, was raped. She doesn't want a child, and she damn sure doesn't need the child that is a result of a rape. Well, guess what? The red states are working now to make sure that that is not allowed. They Not only are there abortion restrictions applied to adult women, it applies to these young girls. We've had several cases in the last year in which 14-year-old girls that have been raped, one girl in particular was raped by her family member, I believe it was her uncle, she could not get an abortion because the state said that life was more important than anything. So her parents had to flee the state, go to another state so that they could give the child the medical care she deserved. Another area that we should talk about is health care. Now, healthcare, as you know, is very important for any of us, whether you're a man or woman, but it's particularly important for children. Well, in the red states, they have begun to do something to fight against healthcare. In places when they can deny um, federal programs like Medicaid and Medicare for the underprivileged, they are doing that. They're also cutting back on the state's availability of funds for the low income. And finally, the health care providers are working with the states to terminate or close health care facilities in low-income areas. In Mississippi, for example, 24% of the women, low-income women, that need child health care, whether it's prenatal or post, 24% have to drive at least 40 minutes to an hour away to get to a medical facility. They have closed down all the clinics, all the hospitals in those areas. They are making it almost impossible for these mothers to get health care for their children. Now, another area. Let's talk about the funding that the government, the federal government and states should provide for food programs. We have been doing this for a number of years. When the federal government provides, has several programs in place that the state can opt into so that they can provide, you know, breakfast 
and lunch and after-school care for low-income people. Well, in the last year, several states have said, we're not going to be a part of those programs anymore. We have enough, too many people out there are taking advantage of those programs that don't need it. So these programs, states are just saying no to the funding. And then the states, on top of that, the states have money themselves that they are not giving out. So in many cases, there are children by the thousands in states, in red states, that are not going to be able to get a simple breakfast or lunch when they used to be able to do that. So bad is this problem that Time Magazine, just this past December, just last month, December of 2023, ran an article that was entitled, The Republicans' War on Food Programs. They are adamant about it at the federal level and at the state to cut off the availability or access to these food programs. Another area, education. We've seen that. We've seen it in the last couple of years, how the red states, the Republican Party in general, has been going after the education system, specifically public education. They say public education is indoctrinating our kids. Well, you and I know that they, the kids are not being indoctrinated. We all know that public schools provide the basic education that people need to start their lives. But the extreme right, they don't like it. They don't like public education because public education teaches people how to think. So they are determined to destroy. So they have decided to deny or reject the funds from the federal government that the state could use to help support schools. They have also decided to cut back on the state funds that they have for low-income areas. And they have also decided to not provide any kind of wage increase for the teachers. They are using all of these methods in a way to make the public schools suffer. Their aim is simple. They don't like public schools, and so they are trying to destroy them. So when a public school has to close down or doesn't have the proper funding, or it's in poor physical shape, the first thing these politicians will say is look at the public schools, see how bad they are? When in reality, the reason these schools are in poor shape is because the state will not support them. The state has turned their backs on these public schools, which is in primarily low-income areas. Now, they will tell you, the states will tell you, they have a problem, they have a remedy for this. They are trying to build up a select number of private schools, religious-based private schools, 
They say, they tell the parents, we in some areas can give you vouchers so your kids can go to these private schools. But there's a problem with these private schools. I'm sure you're aware of. These are religious-based, so they are there to indoctrinate the kids with whatever religion or style of religion these people decide. They don't teach the basic sciences because science goes against their religion, and they do not teach the basic history because history goes against their religion. But in their minds, in the politicians' minds, these schools are better than public schools. And the final area I want to talk to you about is what I touched on earlier. It's about sexual abuse of our children. You remember I mentioned how in certain states they are allowing adults to marry 12 and 14-year-olds? But this is part of a bigger problem. As you know, in the last year, you've heard about congressmen being accused of having affairs or partying, hanging out with underage girls. We see, we've known that Trump has been known to be having affairs with underage girls for years. Well, he's not the only one. This goes on and on and on with those rich and powerful guys. You see, they want to make it the norm. They want to have it so that they, rich and powerful, they can do what they want. If that 25-year-old guy wants to marry this 14-year-old girl, what's wrong with that? The reason that congressman doesn't have a problem introducing that type of bill is because that congressman probably has molested a child in his life. So he doesn't see a problem. But that is a problem. My friends, all of these examples I have given you demonstrate that there is a concerted and focused effort by the conservative Republican Party to destroy our children. Now, the question you should be asking is, why? Well, I'm sure there's a thousand reasons out there, but I would like to share mine with you. And it's very simple. You remember when I talked to you in some episodes, previous episodes, about how Hitler, to, what he had to do to take control over Germany was to destroy their way of life their culture. Basically, that's what's going on here. You see, the Republicans, the conservative Republicans, know that to gain complete control over America, they have to destroy the culture. And how do you destroy a culture? Well, you really need to start at the beginning. You start with the children. You see, if you take away the hopes and dreams for the children, then they grow up to be whatever you want them to be. They grow up to be your slaves. You see, if you raise these children with a lifetime of bad education, 
no food, no health care, no choices in life. When they become adults, they don't think for themselves. They will follow whatever the government tells them to do. They have been trained to do that. That's all they know. And that's what the Republicans are banking on. They want a generation to come up that has no choice, that they don't think about doing anything outside of what is being told for them to do. They don't question the government. They are happy when they get a little bit of education or a little bit of food, a little bit of health care. They don't challenge the system. The system owns them. That's what we're facing, ladies and gentlemen. That's the reality that we are facing here in 2024. The Republican Party, the extreme element, the megas, they don't want to have a society of free thinkers, creative people, strong women, young people that's challenging and growing. No, none of that. They want the few at the top controlling the masses. And the masses are there simply to be a labor force, to work and make money for those at the top. And and we will never question whatever they do. Now, my friends, I've shared this information with you. And what I would really like for you to do is to go and do a little bit of research yourself so that you don't think that I'm making this crap up. And once you do a little research yourself, you will see that I'm not exaggerating. In in fact, I'm probably downplaying it some. And I hope you get mad. And I hope you share it with other people so they can get mad. Because this is the year, 2024. We have to make sure that we make the stand to protect our way of life. And we have to start by protecting our way of life by protecting the children. If the children don't have dreams, then America doesn't have a dream. It's that simple. That's all for now. I thank you for listening. Please stay strong. Keep moving forward, and we'll talk again very soon.